hey this is pranav here and in this episode i and sham we get pretty nerdy pretty geeky about the topic of audience building and zooming in a little bit i think we we mainly look at you know two different ideas one idea is having a vertical funnel which is the typical conventional orthodox funnel where we take the user from one step to the other but most of the successful creators the one who are doing an amazing job the creators who have been able to build a very good loyal audience a lot of trust deep relationships are not building that through a vertical conventional vertical funnel they are actually using a horizontal funnel and this is what i think differentiates successful creators from the ones that are struggling and i think you will find as a creator who is trying to build an audience you would find a lot of value in this particular episode so on to the episode hey sham how's it going going good man pranav how's it going going well going well uh, feeling a little bit uh, under productive i would say i, I wish uh, you know so we are recording this on a sunday and i i'm having this feeling that i could have accomplished a little bit more in in this in the in this week but i i think uh, <laughs> you know we will we'll never be quite happy with with what has been accomplished so that's true but if uh, if any of the listeners of this episode right takes back a lot of value from it and ends up changing their life then this week will actually be very instrumental in changing their life you know so so listeners it's up to you to ensure that uh, pranav <laughs> feels a little less guilty for uh, this week okay like it's on your uh, shoulders yeah yeah thanks thanks for unburdening me and putting all the burden on the listener so uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what's what's so a random question you know before before we hit the recording you said that you don't quite take tea or coffee so how 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 do you get your uh, creative juices flowing what is that thing which which uh, what is the right word uh, you know which which kind of jolts you into work and gives you that energy i think uh, two things uh, typically if there's no nothing else uh, like around me which is like distracting me i tend to work better like when there's more focus right uh, so it's not two things it's actually one thing that is the the thing where uh, i just try to optimize for my focus so i have this uh, uh, this uh, habit of working in what i call deep work which is a term uh, that uh, cal newport has yeah. coined right you're also a big fan of uh, deep work right so i just ensure i uh, get myself into deep work for which i have a routine and that routine keeps uh, changing like uh, maybe twice a year or so just to keep things uh, like interesting but uh, once i'm in that zone i just take like 5 to 10 minutes to get in that zone you know i'll i'll keep water near myself i will take a look at my high level strategy which is like which is something i do every time before i get mm. into work you know so when i do all this suddenly i am kind of in the zone it, like it's hard to explain because it's, it it doesn't sound anything like having tea or coffee but it really gets me in the zone almost like a meditative effect you know where i'm leaving everything else behind and i'm getting sucked into this world of having to do whatever it is uh, i need to do, like from a work standpoint like slowly i'm getting sucked into that so that is what i do 
uh, instead of uh, tea or coffee which might be a simpler solution for that, that, that's awesome that you don't have to depend on anything external to to get into that state yeah cool so can't can't think of a clever segue here so let me just like in a right like uh, <laughs> jump into the topic right away uh, which is uh, audience building but i think uh, a better way to to coin today's topic would be two aspects and i i agree with you you know it it i i don't think the the right title for this episode should be two ways to build an audience because there are multiple ways to build an audience honestly but it's this is more of you know two aspects to consider while while building an audience and this is something that uh, that uh, you and i have spoken about a lot and i think we just both of us just feel that this is something that would be interesting to a creator who is on on this path of building his or her audience and so the the intention or the goal here i think would be to help this creator think about about his audience building uh what are the factors that he needs to consider in in both of these approaches that we are going to talk about and then see what kind of audience building approach works for him so i think that is what we will be to- covering today yes and uh, what i love about these two aspects of audience building is that it's a very big picture level yeah. understanding right and you introduced me to this idea so like most folks uh, i think i was only focused on one aspect which is say funnels and we'll of course get more into that but when you introduce the other angle it is something that we know as marketers we should do but we do not make it a point to remember to do it or we do not make it a part of our daily marketing or our marketing strategy like we don't we do not make it tangible enough to actually follow through on it so that is what i loved about uh, our discussions regarding these two aspects is that once we understand it and once we uh, once we connect it to our actual marketing strategy it ensures that uh, the second aspect is also not forgotten completely which is uh, arguably the more yeah. important one yeah i also i i think one of the challenges that the listener might have as they listen to this is uh, is that you know we are going to talk in in terms of a couple of mental models so just imagining that you know we do not have a ppt in place and of course you know a po- when you're listening to a podcast uh, you can't any we can't can't see anything on can't see anything so i think uh, what i'll just uh, suggest to the listener is is like you know stay with us and try to visualize what what you know what we are trying to uh build the the kind of a mental model that we're trying to build and of course you know you can re-listen to the podcast again if if any of it is unclear so this is just like a uh, like a side note before we actually jump in yeah pranav you want to define uh, both the different aspects yeah, sure. uh... so the conventional way or mm, i'm not sure if i can use the word conventional let's just say that the way which is a little obvious or the way which you know we we kind of know more than the other is is what i call the the vertical way of building an audience and uh, the other way which we will talk about is more of a horizontal way of building an audience so let me start with the vertical one let me just define that and uh, then we'll obviously move to the to the horizontal one all right 
so imagine that there is there is a square and in that square you have the words written facebook ad now that square has an arrow so imagine an arrow being drawn from that square which points downwards so you have a square which says facebook ads an arrow pointing downwards which and this this arrow points basically to another square which has a landing page written in it and then there's another arrow downward arrow from the landing page square which points to an email series and maybe or maybe you can stop here you know so just imagine that there are three boxes all of them are vertically placed which means that there is facebook ads pointing to a landing page pointing to an email sequence and the reason we are stopping here is you know because we are we are considering emails as let's say a metric or maybe email as as a way in which we can you know say that okay this is what audience building means in in this particular regard that if i get an email id then my audience is getting built so that's that's like you know the the vertical way of uh, of building an audience so what does that actually mean in practice so basically it means that if i want to get more email subscribers in my email list one of the ways in which i can do this is by having is by using facebook ads i will run a facebook ad i'll get those people to click on the ad and come to my landing page probably give them some incentive to sign up and when they sign up they enter my email list after which they will perhaps start getting my uh, email sequence now the block about of facebook ads so this is you know we are talking about uh, paid i mean facebook ads is, is is definitely a paid initiative the same the same vertical funnel that we just spoke about can be also replaced by something that is organic so even if you replace that a facebook ad with a blog or with a podcast everything else remains the same so let's say if there is a blog there is a search term that you put out on google which lands you on this particular blog there is again a call to action let's say which takes you to a landing page or maybe there is uh, just a lead uh, there is there is a lead form there which which collects your emails right so that is how maybe it will work in the case of a case of a blog or it could be a podcast as well that let's say if you are a fan of a particular person of a particular let's say marketer you go to your podcast uh, engine let's say you go to spotify and you search for that particular person's name and because you want to just listen to the to the podcast where he has appeared as a guest so you land up on a particular podcast which you have never heard of before but now you get to know about that particular podcast and maybe then you search for that podcast or you subscribe to that podcast and then you sign up for that for their email newsletter and so on and so forth so what i'm trying to get at is that the facebook ads part of it or the whole the the two three steps that i mentioned so i started off with the with the facebook ads landing page and then the emails but all of those are replaceable parts the point being that the journey here is linear it's vertical we are going from one box to the other box to the other box 
right so this is what i would say is is a vertical way of of uh, building an audience and yeah before i go ahead uh, yeah let me know if i if if visually i was able to paint that picture or was it just you know a little too abstract yeah i think visually it made sense and i think most folks uh, refer yes. to it as a yes. funnel right so there are multiple steps uh, in your example in the first one you started off with facebook ads and the second one you started off with more organic uh with more of an organic source like a blog but uh, either way yeah when we look at it vertically and which is how most digital marketers including myself in the beginning uh, which is the probably the only way we look at a customer's journey we look at it only as the uh, the starting point or whatever like to build awareness wherever they land on whatever platform we're getting them from then the next pl- next platform like next touch point like either it will be a landing page or whatever the next touch point and finally the outcome which is the email email list or wherever you're building your uh, audience right so it's a step 1 step 2 step 3 step 4 exactly. sort of a thing and we and it's like a funnel because there will be more people at step 1 and slightly lesser in step 2 slightly lesser in step 3 slightly yeah. lesser in step 4 so that that's the yeah that's the funnel so that's the vertical uh, yeah. element yeah so i think before we uh, go to the the other way of doing things i think we should talk about the pros and cons of you know this particular way of doing things i mean is there actually a way to you know look at the second uh, sorry is there actually a need to look at the second aspect i think you know let's let's establish that first so according to me i think you know for the sake of simplicity just not to confuse uh, the user we'll we'll leave out the organic part aside for a minute okay let's just consider this very simple funnel which is uh let's say that i want to build an audience and i am going to use a paid mechanism for that so my my customer journey or my funnel looks like facebook ads which goes to a landing page where i collect email ids where after which i i send them an automated email sequence okay let's let's talk about that particular funnel the the main problem or the, the perhaps the the most significant problem that i see with this approach is that it's totally dependent it's a linear approach which means that i am if i put in the money i'm going to get a certain result so if i put in x dollars i'm going to get y y results or y leads if i put x plus a dollars i'm going to get y plus b so basically how much ever i put the output is going to be defined by by that so i have to keep on refueling my vehicle i have to keep on putting i have to keep on putting in money so that the top of the funnel is you know is always being t- is is always active it's always grabbing more and more people into my into my sphere of influence or into into my email email list and once that stops the email list building stops which i think is a problem because you can only reach out to a certain set of an audience you can only spend a certain amount of budget and if what you are creating is inherently not that does not have the capacity to spread by its own merit or if that is inherently not remarkable by itself then you are going to have to depend on on these or you are going to have to constantly you know refuel your engine which may not be ideal for your creator business yeah i think well well said about you needing to continuously fuel this uh, vertical funnel 
I think the pros, the pros are also very similar to what you mentioned. Like some of the things you mentioned, I think also shed some light into what the pros are, which is the fact that I think it gives marketers a sense of control. Okay, if if I put in X dollars, I will get Y dollars back, right? You get that idea after running ads for a while, and in business, which is inherently such a uh, such an uncertain thing, and marketing is inherently uncertain. such control is uh, like is a wonderful thing like to an extent right so i think that's one of the pros of course the con being that you have to continuously keep refueling it but at every step of the way the marketer knows that uh, like from step 1 to step 2 i'll have say 50% of hmm. people going from my step 1 to step 2 uh, so step 2 to step 3 say like historically i've had 10% people sign up or whatever so i know that i should put in this many dollars so i can get this output uh, so which is probably why most most businesses do do satisfy themselves by doing this well and uh, as long as there are no shocks to the business this can often work fine also for many many years you keep pushing the i mean you keep feeding in uh, dollars at the top of the funnel dollars or f like dollars can be either in form of ads or it can be in the form of uh, a team hmm. of writers who are writing blogs for you creating content so it could be either way but something needs to be invested at the top and that gives you a certain amount of predictable results so i think that predictability is a good uh, thing that uh, like makes a lot yeah. of marketers happy also i would i would add uh, i would add speed to predictability as well you know so uh, i i i write an article and let's say i want that article to get me more uh, i mean i want more visibility for that article so when i when i put in the money when i put in the dollars that is accelerating the process uh, of of putting it in front of more and more people which uh, in turn you know uh, helps me building my list as we as we spoke about so i think certainty slash predictability as you said plus speed is something that would be a benefit of of this particular approach Yes, good point. I think speed, and you also get a lot of data after going through a few cycles of this funnel. You get a lot of data into what what is the average amount of time that a typical person will take. So again, another layer of, layer of predictability there yeah. also. Do you want to start with the with the cons, or do you want sorry, or do you want me to me to jump in with the the cons of yes, uh, yes. this vertical funnel? yeah i think it's more of uh, an opportunity loss so two things and i'll start with the non obvious one since i just mentioned it now uh, i think the non obvious one is that is is what we are leaving on the table by focusing excessively on the funnel right we create a vertical funnel and we forget that there is a qualitative aspect to this quantitative approach that is inherently uh, this vertical funnel like if you're running a vertical funnel well you obviously have to get into the numbers like if you want to do it well you have to get into the numbers you have to measure so it becomes a sort of quantitative game and suddenly like invariably you stop thinking about quality you know you stop thinking about how much trust am i building because that's not a measurable Uh, metric right what is measurable is how many people opened my landing page or how many people clicked that button right you cannot measure what people are feeling right so i think the problem with only focusing on the vertical funnel is that it 
takes away the qualitative aspect of very important things in business like how much trust do i want to build is what i am putting out there remarkable enough is it share worthy enough uh, you know does, does it make the uh, the reader will it make them look good if they share it with their friends and so on so if we start thinking uh, along those lines like we might be able to uh, increase our influence or increase our reach to to more and more people so i think that's the first one right first uh, con yeah i agree by the way yeah uh, i totally i totally agree right the second con right now i've totally forgotten the second yeah so con. i'll just build up on <laughs> what you said i think uh, sure just to give you like a like a cliched example right i mean most of the well known brands that we know it could be facebook it could be harley davidson it could be airbnb it could be google take take any any name take slack you know all of these brands we got to know not through a funnel not through a customer journey but we got to know it know about this brand because a friend told us you know facebook and google for yes. example the biggest you know like the the big giants of advertising even they did not become what they are because of advertisements there was no facebook hoarding that you saw on the road or there was no facebook ad that you saw what what happened was that your friend told you that hey are you on facebook and you were you you know you asked okay what does what does what does facebook even mean and then you created your profile and that's how you got into it so i think uh, as you correctly said the, the whatever work that you are putting out as a part of our brand is it even remarkable is it even good enough or is it is it spreading is it getting us people because of the merit of the content or is it getting us people just because we are you know putting it in front of so many people that eventually some of them would eventually anyway anyway sign up so that is definitely one one drawback of of this particular approach so i i completely completely agree agree with that and i guess the other cons are that uh, if you keep playing this game you are incentivized to get into the sleazy parts of marketing like uh, rely on clickbait or rely on exaggerated promises or false scarcity which is like my pet peeve i hate seeing countdown timers when i know that it's a false one you know false discounts like 1500 dollars but cut to 3 dollars Uh, $7, $3. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like the vertical funnel, if you're measuring it, it will tell you that you saw a bump in people when you're playing this trick. What it doesn't tell you is that a much larger portion of people could see through your trick and they think yes. lesser of your brand, right? That That's not something that can be measured because like there's no button there to, for people to express their dissatisfaction yeah. or, uh, talk about that you know so yeah that those are some other cons i would say like, yeah you end up in that measure measure game and you're optimizing for those steps rather than for the business uh, exactly overall. yeah so which which kind of you know takes us back to what we spoke in the previous episode about linear thinking versus systems thinking that just because i'm getting more uh, people or let's say if i if i promote my if i use a facebook ad and if i use $1000 and let's say if i got 100 people onto my email list uh it does look like a victory uh, to me but for the business if you if you zoom out does that 
actually look like a victory or not is something that needs to be seen you know we are not quite sure if if there is you know if that has added any tangible value to the business or not so definitely one part of the metric or one part of the funnel one metric of the funnel is going up but is it improving overall as a system is still a question mark exactly yeah and and it could it might be a good thing also but we need to ask that question yeah Definitely. and also i think i think you know just to i i think it's it's a good time to say that you know both sham and i i we are definitely not against the usage of paid ads for sure you know i think it's just a tool i mean if if you have listened to the previous episode you know about about tripwire funnels we were pretty opinionated you know it was it was like a pretty binary thing which was that okay don't don't use tripwire funnels but in this case i would say that it's not as binary you know i just think that both of us sort of uh, see the merit in paid ads we just feel that the tool should be used responsibly the the path of paid ads should be used whenever applicable whenever necessary and we shouldn't excessively depend on it is is the is the whole is the whole point because there are people who are doing a great job in terms of using it well and the best example i can think of is uh, you know andre chaperon he does uh, use you know he 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 may use a paid ad to get you into a funnel but when he does that he does not you know like start spamming you with with promotional emails he'll he'll first add value and then he will eventually make a pitch to you so there are definitely you know better ways of of using using this this approach for sure so there is no right or wrong here as far as paid ads are concerned but just just know the role that it's playing in your business i think that's the that's the point that both of us want to make Yes in fact i will go even one step ahead and say that it is absolutely critical to have a vertical funnel so even though i have been speaking of the cons it is just that we need to be aware of the yeah. cons the way say my thought process has evolved uh, over the last few months uh, after discussing this idea with you of the mm. horizontal lines right mm. which we'll come to in a second but i see it as so i used to only think of vertical funnels as the only way and now that i know the horizontal ways line where i'm starting to think more of uh, how to make the the content or the product itself more remarkable more talk worthy more share worthy right it helps to solve a lot of the problems of a vertical funnel but it does not mean that i'm doing away with vertical funnel and these two aspects i do not see them as exclusive yeah, sure. yeah. at all like it's not in this or that question here as opposed to the previous episode of tripwire where we were talking about okay do we do a tripwire or yeah. do, do we not do a tripwire that is like pretty binary one of those yeah. two things but here yeah pretty binary that here uh, my understanding is that you need to do both like both of them are so critical to the business the vertical funnels give you that understanding it gives you a sense of control it gives you predictability that if my uh, if my prospect is in is doing these these things they are probably at the awareness stage if they are doing these these things they are probably more engaged it gives us very good calculated guesses uh, of what they are going through in their mind and how invested they are into like my content and my product right or into my brand so it gives good insights into that but the danger is that if you look at only that if you depend only on vertical funnel then you'll miss out on a lot more things and you'll miss out on very good things for the business 
at large which, which might not necessarily be measurable correct correct yes definitely i think measurable not being uh, doing things which are not measurable i think was uh, was a great thing to add there because uh, the the other way is uh, is a little less measurable uh, at least in the short run so uh, definitely that's a good point and i think i, I just lastly add one point which i think we may or may not have covered which is that how do you actually gauge if whatever you are creating is spreading organically because of its merit if you are you know constantly if you're depending on enhancing the top of the funnel then you don't know if you know the the brand any 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 asset of that brand if it is spreading because you're adding more people or does that content or does that brand in itself is the brand in itself so remarkable that people are talking about it so you don't you can't quite gauge the quality of your work with with just a vertical approach does that make sense true true yes yes at best you can see better conversion rates or something but then you never know if it is the product itself or if it's the content or if it is totally irrelevant things like the color of the button yeah. or and i know theoretically you can ab test these things out but you you can never isolate separate things like when you're running a business you can never spend two months like just isolating one specific aspect and seeing if if you know like my conversion mm. rates have improved because of making something remarkable or because my product is great or anything so yeah i agree it's it's very difficult to tell like how how remarkable is my product or like how how share worthy are things uh, are people telling their friends about yeah telling their friends about it which are very very important things for business but uh, sadly it doesn't for it doesn't fit very well with the whole yes, vertical funnel yes, way of exactly. doing things and i think the, most of the marketing world is inclined towards the vertical funnel for sure i would say i mean i would probably say 99% of the world and i don't even think i would be exaggerating uh, because we are caught up in these matrix you know you would if you if you enter into a, a boardroom or or a, sorry a meeting room of uh, where a marketing the the marketing team has convened and when they're discussing about the effectiveness of their marketing you know they would be talking about clicks and they would be talking about other metrics but they wouldn't quite talk about how if if at all the content was you know remarkable uh, if at all the content basically you know was was share worthy so uh, that is definitely something so this is what we have spoken so far is something that 99% of the businesses are focusing on and what we want to talk about right now or going ahead is something that only a few businesses have made an attempt to focus on yeah so i think you know without uh, teasing this even further what is the what is the alternative right so we have spoken about a vertical funnel let's let's talk about the alternative so let's let's change the example now let's say that you already have an you have a podcast which is uh, and and uh, there is obviously a conventional vertical funnel for that so at the top of the funnel you have you have your podcast which you know so again there's a box which has podcast written over it then there is an arrow pointing downward from that box which takes you to an email list so the call to action that you typically give is uh, hey join my email list visit my website and join my email list and then there is an email sequence so this is like a organic but still a vertical funnel that you have you know if you if you let's say do paid ads for your podcast again you know we are again talking about route one where you are are getting more people to listen to your podcast and you are getting more people into your email list which is fine you know you can totally you can totally do that but how could you complement 
this particular approach with the horizontal approach that we are going to talk about in just a sec so imagine this let's say a series of concentric circles there is a circle within a circle within a circle within a circle so let's say there are four to five such circles in the innermost circle you can just put in your die hard fans your people who are absolutely mesmerized by your brand they're mesmerized let's so let's let's stick to this example let's say there is a there is uh there are people who are absolutely blown away by your podcast they love your podcast so much and they can't wait to tell their friends about it outside this innermost circle is a circle which consists of people who who again like you they may not be your die hard fans but they 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 love they still love you you know they they might have heard your name here and there so your name keeps popping up in their in 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 their head uh, they they hear about you quite often they are they are like one step away from being a die hard fan then the circle outside that would be let's say a a set of people who just know you you know they are maybe just acquaintances they know you they haven't consumed you your your content so much they just know you and then the circle outside is is the circle of strangers which would be let's say 99.99% of the people who have never never quite heard of you and the approach here is that rather than thinking of this if if you want to you know grow your podcast if you want to build an audience which is what we are trying to do right essentially that's what we are trying to do here yes vertical funnel is one way of doing it but what if you could focus on this on this innermost circle you know what if you could f- focus on this die hard on these die hard fans and give them so much of value or make the podcast in itself so remarkable that they tell their friends about it so which means that the word will fro- flow not linearly not from one one uh, like you know phase of the customer journey to another but more through circles so the concentric the innermost concentric circle will tell the circle the, the set of people just outside that particular circle and so on so the idea here just to conclude the idea here is to create a podcast that is so amazing that is so valuable that is so remarkable as seth godin would say it that you can't t- wait to tell your friends about it and the word will flow from the innermost innermost circle to the circle outside that to the circle outside that right so i'll just add something here okay uh, which was the very first apprehension i had right when you suggested this thing to me for the very first time i honestly didn't get it probably even to the fifth time i didn't honestly get it right it took a lot of time for me because it it was a little too abstract so see like my first thoughts were that of course my product has to be remarkable right my content has to be remarkable i mean why would people buy if it is not really remarkable right and apart from that this is not a very tangible thing like you have to make something high quality or to make something remarkable we all know that so it doesn't change what i have to do on a day to day basis right so that was what my initial you can say apprehensions were with this approach were that ultimately at the end of the day i'm still trying to create something that meets the audience needs and i'm trying to do that as best as possible so what's the point of seeing this as a separate thing altogether right and i think what changed for me was when i started asking questions that if i were to focus completely on this then what would it look like 
and of course these questions they were triggered by some episodes that i had seen uh, i think one in particular the podcast episode where seth godin comes on uh, everyone hates marketers louis grenier's podcast that was just so useful i think it just triggered something where i realized that once you start asking yourself the question right that what can i do to make it more remarkable right you can make it uh, you can even break it down to few parameters and of course this is not measurable this is not a quantitative metric yeah. by any means right it is very challenging to measure but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to just because you won't get a perfect metric it doesn't mean that you don't have to try at all it's not an all or yeah. nothing game right nothing in, i mean very few things in life are an all or nothing game right common yeah. policy there anyway like psychological policy but uh, here when i moved past that policy that it's not an all or nothing game let me try and figure out what exactly i can do then i started seeking out more ideas like in in the form of books i started kind of brainstorming with myself etc uh, like let me uh, i'll just pull out something i have here these are some of my like i didn't make notes for this specifically this episode specifically but this is for my mm-hmm. business you know like that i've written some notes down on overall shareability you know what makes it a brilliant choice for the super fan uh, and some of the answers are like you know they could get a transformative experience that they wouldn't get otherwise they gain confidence that they can lose weight like i'm in fitness so they gain confidence that they can lose weight like that belief change the point here being that i am breaking down what remarkability means for my business into slightly more hmm. tangible things you know like the confidence the belief change that they can do it whenever they want in life or they are getting a transformative experience a belief change once they are reading these things or uh, uh, the satisfaction of being able to just go out and eat ice cream without feeling guilt for example right i'm trying to break it down into uh, tangible thing and some of the other questions that i've come up with are like how does it speak to hmm. their soul how can i elicit a response where my audience says that yes this is exactly my problem sham you're the you you you're getting it better than even i could articulate it myself right or other things like it helps them challenge the traditional way of doing things so in my case that is dieting in your case it will be marketing right so it helps them challenge the traditional way of dieting or in in through this podcast we are hoping that we can help you challenge the traditional way of marketing that we are showing you what the status quo is and we are showing you a better uh, a better vantage point or a bet- better perspective also right uh, so yeah essentially i just realized that when i made the effort to make this intangible thing or uh, this vague concept into something that is more definable or mm. more tangible it became easier for me or, or the importance dawned on me even more that i wouldn't have done this if i didn't focus on the concentric circles or what we also call the yeah. horizontal lines right if i hadn't focused on that as a concept i would not have asked myself these questions i would have just told myself that okay our product has to be good everybody knows that like all marketers know that all yeah. business people know that the product has to satisfy uh, the needs of the customer it has to delight the customer but we never get deep into what that yeah. actually yeah. means you know and uh, and this these are just my initial thoughts some examples that i gave now they are just my initial thoughts if if i want if you want you can get even deeper into what that would look like in terms of actions maybe even create some metrics which might not be perfect but you could still have some imperfect metrics like you know how many people is the average person sharing with might be imperfect ways to tracking that etc but uh, all these are exercises i think which need to be done which 
we don't spend time like marketers do not spend time talking about these things we do not spend time thinking about how can i make something more shareable uh, you know how can i gain the trust how can i have my customers hear about my business from somebody they trust right uh, these are very important questions which i think we just don't focus on because they are not as easy to measure or or they are not they don't give fast results i mean there are many reasons yeah. but uh, we just don't look at this gold mine yeah. at all you know but uh, yeah i thought i'll just uh, uh, talk about my initial skepticism mm-hmm. because uh, i thought that realizing these things was important for me to re- yeah. truly accept this i think uh, there is a difference between i think we need, we really need to understand the difference between good and remarkable you know because they are very very different things you know good is something which is you know which which you like which uh, let's say solves your problem the the mosquito repellent that i use at night for example is good you know it's it's doing the job for me but does it excite me enough to tell sham about it is another question altogether there is definitely a difference between good and remarkable the challenge for the marketer here is that in this noisy world you can't be satisfied with good you know you have to take that good and make it remarkable you have to create your so we are talking about you know typically the, the the content bit here right so we have to you have to create content which i not only when i consume it do i you know feel that value is added but it is in the in the design or in the fabric of the content itself there is this shareability factor that if i share this i look smarter i look cooler i look more intelligent and so on and so forth so that is one change you know that that we have to make as we as we look at this true yeah uh, i think excellent point the fact that customer acquisition costs are rising throughout the board just means that good has become quite expensive from a marketing standpoint a cost yeah. of business standpoint uh, we need to aim for remarkable it's not good enough that people are buying your product uh we need to aim for remarkable now what does that mean it needn't be that like whatever you sell alone has to be remarkable there are many different ways in which remarkability can be added so i was just thinking of mosquito repellents uh, i think it's very unlikely that tomorrow if you or i went into the mosquito repellent business that we we'd be able to invent something that is significantly better as such mm-hmm. but we could still do a remarkable job of say communicating thing remarkable content exactly. around exactly mosquitoes helping people with mosquito related problems like say dengue or whatever how to avoid dengue for example if we are able to communicate that in a remarkable yes. way that gets people talking right so it need not be the remarkability need not be focused on the product it need not be focused on the marketing it need not be in both it could be neither it uh, it's it's totally up to your business yes. and what it looks like the more you can do it the better of course but it could come in yes. at different places and i kind of uh, want to hammer on the point that it has got to be done intentionally you know it's not that you wait for it to happen organically that hey you made something and then you're hoping and praying that it spreads you have to you know sort of intentionally think of ways uh, of of uh, making making it uh, remarkable platforms like slack or facebook have an inherent network effect to them so they have an advantage right because if uh, if you are a team of 15 people working in a startup and if five of the early adopters have signed in on slack and they're you know interacting with each other and chatting with each other on slack 
then the other 10 people are going to be left out and then you know when you feel left out you you obviously want to join in the platform so you join you join slack so uh, you know for platforms like slack and facebook they have this added advantage of network effect where there is inherently that that uh, you know remarkability you know you are you are inherently these guys are talking about it which forces you to join that particular platform for a creator business you know which we are concerned about you have to think of other ways of building remarkability which is perhaps you know out of the scope for today as to how to actually you know build that remarkability but the idea here is that you cannot just think linearly in terms of the funnel you have to think of creating assets creating content that or creating a product which in itself also you know becomes remarkable and people talk to their friends about it that is i think the punchline that you know that we are hammering yes i think absolutely yeah, yeah so, so i think i think we just like you know uh, as the perhaps as a concluding thing we have to like what could the entire journey look like right i mean we have spoken se- about two separate things we have spoken about let's say the vertical funnel which is typically a linear journey so let's stick to the podcast example you know we spoke about let's say a podcast which then points to an email list and then let's say which points to an email sequence and then maybe a product and then we spoke about the horizon we spoke about the concentric circles right we spoke about the uh, die hard fans and then people who love you then people who like you and then people who are your acquaintances and then strangers right so how do we like you know superimpose this how do we superimpose one onto the other or how do we get a complete picture and so the way i and sham think about it is simple you basically keep the vertical funnel as it is you know you you don't quite get rid of it because you can't get rid of it the vertical funnel stays as it is but imagine that there are horizontal lines so from a podcast again this is a little challenging to maybe explain so would need your imagination here perhaps or visualization skills but there is a podcast box pointing to an email box pointing to let's say an email sequence box whatever that is sorry a podcast box pointing to a landing page box pointing to an email box and all of these are vertically aligned but at every stage you have horizontal lines pointing outwards which means that from your podcast there is a horizontal line pointing outwards towards both left and right even your emails have a horizontal line pointing both towards left and right your landing page may or may not have those lines pointing towards left and right the point being that at every stage can you create an experience where you tell people about it right so if your podcast is remarkable in itself if if you like this podcast and if you tell your friend that hey pranav and sham are doing this podcast and then your friend subscribes to that podcast it's not because he subscribed to the he subscribed to a vertical funnel he subscribed it because you told him about it and that is the horizontal line that we are talking about so the whole superimpose thing like you know if you take the vertical funnel and superimpose it with uh, the concentric circles this is how it would look like vertical lines as they are but at every step there are horizontal lines pointing outwards and those horizontal lines basically stand for word of mouth where the word of mouth is spreading at every stage you're telling at every stage you're telling your friend about that particular uh, asset that you're consuming yes absolutely and uh, i really love this uh, visual uh, you introduced it to me yeah. for the first time pranav so and i loved it instantly because it's such a simple way to remember both right as a marketer we have a big danger of getting sucked in into the vertical funnel and forgetting about the the word of mouth aspect 
But when you think of it, not as a vertical funnel, but as a vertical funnel with horizontal lines, then you remember that at each step, we want people to be recommending us to their friends or whoever they know. That we want that and we want to make that easier for them. We want to make that a smoother experience and we want to make whatever experience they're having at that stage, we want to make it more wow, more cool. Or, and we want also want to think about what they are gaining from sharing. Like, is it a gain mm. in status? Is it, do they look cooler? Do they look smarter? We can think about all these things. So just a simple act of like thinking of it as a funnel with horizontal lines ensures that I'm not going to forget about it. Mm. Now, when I think of my customer journey, I'm thinking like, I can literally see lines going downwards as well as uh, sideways also. So that ensures that. I will give it a thought and be strategic uh, about the word of mouth, creating that uh, yeah, word of mouth. Going. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that helps. And again, I think, you know, as a, as a final call to action to everyone, it would just be that there are definitely cons to just overly depending on the on the vertical funnel. So do think deeply about how you can make your whole journey, make your content remarkable. Don't be overly dependent on the vertical funnel is is the bottom line. And perhaps in the future episodes, we can discuss about how you can actually be remarkable. But for now, at least, you know, just having that intention that, okay, I need to make it remarkable. I think that's a good enough takeaway from, from today's episode. Yeah. So Pranav, before we go, uh, how can the listeners uh, get in touch with you or reach you if they need to? So you can go to www.pranavkale.com. That's P-R-A-N-A-V-K-A-L-E.com. Or you can send me an email at pranav at pranavkale.com great uh anything else you'd like to add uh no not much just don't take life too seriously i think just just learn to chill out a little bit that's all great see you then pranav good talk see you bye bye